Well, good day, folks. It's Ren here from One Small Step. So stoked that you could join us again as we discover procurement, supply chain, leadership, internal culture, and as we mentioned, maybe a little bit of rugby. Uh, for today's episode, I am honored and grateful that uh, Emil Olkers has joined us. He is the current BI manager for S2P Consulting. Uh, and we're going to dive straight in. Uh, Emil, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, nice being here. Morning, Wayne. Cool. Uh, Emil, by way of introduction, would you mind sharing with us a bit of your personal and professional journey up to this point? Yeah, sure. So I was born in a small little town called Ivander in Pumalanga, but I moved to Pretoria when I was three years old, and I've been a Pretoria boy since. So I studied Beacom Informatics at Tux, um, and then I started my working career at a company called IQ Business as a junior consultant. From IQ Business, I joined Volition Supply Chain Consulting, where I did data analytics and I used the infamous Excel to do so for the first time in my career. Um, I also, for the first time in my career, realized that I could build graphs and pivot tables um, as much as I would like, and I could build them as cool as I could like, but if the data was not proper, um, the, the results were shocking. Um, from there on, I joined a company called CEC, these were basically a bunch of guys with a startup company, um, and at that time they were fed up with the difficulties in extracting any useful information from ERP systems. So let me maybe just put a disclaimer, this was in 2004. Things have since become quite a bit better, or quite a lot better in ERP solutions. <laughs> we built a, um, a SAP plug and play BI application, um, and this contained about 250 um, plus pre-populated analytic outputs um, related to the supply chain environment. At um, first, the idea was for us to actually use this system internally um, to allow us to do our analytics faster and with, with less people. But as it would turn out, that a lot, our, a lot of our customers actually ended up buying our software. And so it ended up in companies like uh, Business Connection and SAA. Sasso used it for a quite extensive period of time and Transnet and ESCOM as well. During this time, I realized that BR really got me out of bed in the morning and it put a smile on my face um, and I loved enabling organizations to have insights to their data, to make better decisions and to understand their procurement environments better. Um, I think uh, it made me feel that I contributed something of value um, over and above the normal consulting um, draft or drag. My interest in BI also made me realize though that no system and no organization can function optimally without proper data. And as a result, any procurement initiative that I got involved in would inevitably contain elements of master data um, that would tie back to the identified areas of improvement that we, that we picked up in the analytics. After CEC, myself and a colleague um, decided to start our own BI company. And through mutual contacts, we got introduced to the guys from STP Consulting. The original idea was that we would partner for delivery on certain projects, but discussions evolved and we ended up um, becoming part of the STP fold, which is where I am today. Wonderful, thank you. So you mentioned that, uh, that BI gets you up in the morning. Yep. Um, <clears throat> tell me, are you reading any books currently? Anything uh, interesting you can share with us? Well, let's say, if you look at interesting, I've got a, I've got a four-year-old daughter so most of my reading material these days relate to some other farm animal. <laughs> Pepper pig, uh, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> yeah, that defies the laws of nature and saves the day. But every now and then I have um, 
I find some time for a book that has uh, more words than it's got pictures. <laughs> so the book that I have just started reading is called The Third Door by Alex Banyan. Um, it's a book that essentially talks about finding ways to get to the CEOs and CFOs in this world, to make your case and to sell your services. Um, and the content is based on tips and feedback from actual C-levels um, on the ways that they want to be approached and don't want to be approached. So I, I figure this will make for some interesting reading. Brilliant. Yeah, sounds very interesting. Tell me, what is your greatest learning uh, along your journey working with Master Data? I would say that it's, it's a twofold one. So never underestimate the importance of the quality of Master Data. And even more important, never underestimate the time and effort um, that is required to clean a Master Data. So maybe if I can give you an example. Um, say you've determined by an initial um, evaluation that you've got two items on your system that are most probably duplicates of each other. You go down, you normal procedure, you visit your sites, you check your warehouses, um, and you determine and confirm that these two items are actually duplications. So the, the, the cleanup action is simple now, right? It's just delete item X from your master data and only use item Y in future. But what happens to the current stock against item X? What happens to the open and partially received peers against item X? What happens to open contracts against item X? Um, what would you typically do on your spend history against item X if it got deleted? How would you get that spend history to now reflect item Y? Um, and then lastly, and often most important, how did it happen that item X and Y got created on your system? And how am I going to ensure that this doesn't happen again? So if you now imagine all this complexity across thousands of records of data and across various different master data elements, that illustrates my point, I think. Mm, mm. Sounds to me like you find great satisfaction in Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is your biggest challenge in your current role as BI manager at S2P? I would say um, from a BI point of view, uh, there are various challenges um, typically related to understanding user requirements for building the BI functionality and to interpret user requirements correctly. Um, the main challenges relating to master data would be managing a customer's expectation um, related to what their new BI tool will now show them. Uh, most customers are surprised at the actual state of their data, and they have this misconception that the BI solution or toy that they've just bought will magically resolve any data issues and give you clean and reliable analytics results, which is often not the case. So I think we can agree that master data plays a massive role in, in operations. Uh, where in the business should the responsibility lie for looking after? My recommendation would be that you should have a master data functional department that looks after this business asset. Um, these guys should be responsible for the creation and the maintenance of master data as required by business. Having this as an independent function allows you or allows that team to have KPIs and objectives related to master data only. Um, and these objectives then also wouldn't conflict um, with KPIs related to, say, your procurement environment. So example, if you, if you have master data function or the master data function embedded into your operational environments, you would typically have instances where, on the one hand, proper vetting of vendor information prior to using the new supplier um, will be a KPI, but it will clash with the fact that you need to quickly create a supplier to get a, an invoice paid in time to claim your settlement discount. 
So which one do you pick then as priority? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think also lastly, when the master data quality uh, is the responsibility of the owners of operational business functions like procurement, um, if I'm being frank, the master data KPI will always lose out because it doesn't talk directly to your operational need at that point. Sure. Uh, what, what would you say should be the key considerations for enabling successful data gov- governance uh, related to master data? Okay, so there are various configure or considerations specifically to individual master data elements, but I would say if I look at uh, considerations that should apply across all, it would typically be things like guidelines for standardization uh, of the data format. So, for example, all supplier and customer names should start with an uppercase and it should reflect a full name and not an acronym. Um, you should have business rules related to each data element. Um, example, steps for ensuring that new master data requirements are not actually just a duplication of an already existing uh, master data record that you've got in your system. Then you should also look at rules for regular data cleanup. Um, these rules would typically look at if you take a supplier again as an example, um, suppliers that have not been active in the last 24 months and have not got any open transactional data should be routinely cleaned to ensure that your, your database and the maintenance of your database is contained. Um, and then KPIs. So typically guys set KPIs on processes and they set KPIs on spend analytics and they set KPIs on how much profit you make um, and all the, the, the wider spiel of business activities. But on data, you should also put KPIs to make sure that once you've got all your business rules in place, the moment certain defects start appearing or you start to regress on on your performance against them, you can pick it up quickly and you can address it quickly before it becomes a massive issue. I think, and then lastly, something that's often missed is system authorizations. It's a more technical thing, but um, for example, if you have a data management function that's supposed to maintain your master data, they should be the only ones in your ERP system that have the permission to do so. Um, that permission should be taken out of an end user's role or hands because they will inevitably try and circumvent the process and most often they won't stick to your governance rules around data. Mm-hmm. So, so maintaining good quality master data is, is a massive burden and, and it's a continuous burden. Um, are there any big technology players in the data management space that can assist organizations to reduce this burden? Yes, there certainly is. Um, there have been service providers in this space for a long time, um, guys that provide technologies that can assist you with managing the completeness of master data and to a certain degree, the quality of master data that is generated inside your company. Some of these service providers will then also provide enrichment services at a fee, so you can send off your supplier master data to them and they will enhance it and populate missing information using their supplier database that they build up from collective client data sets. Um, with cloud applications becoming more and more popular as enhancements um, to your standard ERP functionality and um, the competition in this market being high, these application providers have been making big strides in removing the effort of maintaining master data from customers. Some procurement applications, for example, um, would these days allow suppliers to register on their network independent from any customers and then the supplier and its registered items can be included in um, the application of the customers that subscribe to this service. Um, that also means that that customer can then actually procure from those suppliers without having to collect all that information manually themselves. 
So with the, with the continued growth of big data as a source of information, uh, do you see relevance in still investing time and effort in internal governance processes uh, around master data? Definitely so. So the beauty of big data is that through utilizing it, it can provide a lot of insight into external factors that influence your organization. But the not so beautiful side of it is that the data is not structured and most importantly, it's not generated with your company's best interest and information requirements in mind. It's neutral data that gets generated by all external sources and you now need to include that into your, your environment and make it work for you. So if you're able to relate and organize the stream of unstructured data into your internal high quality master data, um, you'll be able to then derive external insights relative to your internal environment and basically the possibilities are endless. Mm. Wonderful. Emil, thank you so much for your time today. Very insightful conversation. Happy to have you. Uh, folks, thank you for joining us uh, on one small step. Uh, please download, listen to the podcast on iTunes, on Podbean and uh, on our website. We'll see you next week. Take care.